Hey everybody, it's the R&B Show. Can you dig it? And now, here's the people's champs, Ricardo and Brad. Thank you for that, Rosie. And uh, as always, you're doing a fantastic job here as the uh, producer engineer of our uh, R&B podcast. Now, episode number 19, the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley area. As usual, I'm hanging out with not only Rosie, but with my co-host, Brad Christofferson, both of USA Today Network Wisconsin. Uh, An interesting week so far for us anyway, and we're going to get right to some of these topics. A couple things that are on the docket for today, Red Smith Awards. Uh, I'm going to just do a quick recap of that because there are some high school uh, uh, elements there. Uh, Hoops Talk. Going to talk about some of the top teams. Getting hot and heavy, isn't it? It is getting hot and heavy. Uh, Some of the rankings and stuff that came down as well. Uh, then we're going to switch over to quickly over to wrestling. And uh, Tim Johnson did a piece on uh, the dwindling numbers or perceived dwindling numbers of wrestling. Uh, I don't know if that really affects our area so much, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about it, it a little bit. It doesn't affect Okana. doesn't affect Okana, definitely not. Yeah, they got numbers. <laughs> and then this, and then we're going to transition quickly to the end of the show as we talk about January week coming up next week. Brett, you'll give us a loadout of matchups and things, maybe what to expect. So, uh a lot, lot of stuff to talk about, and uh, you know, if, if you, it, how was your week this past week, though, Brett? How are you feeling, man? I know you've been a little under the weather. I, I'm, well, I'm not really under the weather. I just can't quite shake this cough, a little congestion, but I, I actually feel good. Oh, I okay, ju- great. I just, I just can't get – it's just a little bit lingering cough, so if I, apolog- I apologize if I, if I start okay. hacking here ne- next to you. So I'm no, that's to okay. Just kind of tr- try to cover your mic. We don't have a kill switch, <laughs> you know, that, right. that, that'll stop that. But uh, How was your week? Uh, my week was great. Uh, can't, no complaints. And uh, in Rosie, I'm sure everything's fine for you, right? Hey, everything is just wonderful. Hey, had, a, okay. had a three-day can't, weekend, can't right? Complain. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. ama- I mean, I was coming from like a week and a half off anyways, and I'm like, I just I don't feel back into it. I had one day off, and now I feel really refreshed. He's ready. He's I feel ready good. for the grind. It's interesting that you say three-day weekend because uh, that, that that is a, a little bit of a topic here as we, we talk about the Red Smith Awards. First off, nice event always held over there at uh, the Paper Valley Hotel. Uh, put together Joe Ordenstein, as you know. We've yeah. known him for a while. Do, do a great job over there. A couple of the... I guess, can I call them dignitaries? Or what exactly do I call them? Celebrities. Sports okay. Celebrities, okay. Yes, uh, uh, Andre Dawson, ex-Cubs great and a 21-year career for the Hawk. He was there, uh, as well as Mark Tauscher, uh, UW, uh, or I should say Wisconsin uh, football great. A central great. Wisconsin legend. Yes, yeah. a central Wisconsin yeah. legend yeah. for sure. Neck of the woods. And, exactly. uh, and not only that, a Packer, a, a staple yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, at the Packers. I think it was right tackle. He played for a long time, uh, ended his yep. career as a Super Bowl champion. Uh, Muggsy Bogues was there. Uh, you could actually look down at. Muggsy, I know one yeah. of the few NBA players that I can actually kind of. Uh, I, I, I'm, he of course, s- he he's not talking. Just literally, he's not talking about figuratively, <laughs> you know. But uh, he could still school you. Oh yeah, he could yeah. definitely school. Still, he'd break your ankles. Definitely still school me. Yes, that's right. How uh, many years did Dawson play with the Expos before he went? to uh, the Eleven. That's eleven a, hey, years. That's a good question. Do you think of Andre Dawson as a, an Expo? I, oh, I always Cubs. think of him as an oh. expo. I just, I just, and I tell you, card. and I tell you, he thinks of himself as a cub. Does he? Yes, Does he? Because, okay. Right. Uh, remember, right. the Expos decided not to resign him. I know, but I'm going to look up his stats. Didn't Go he ahead, play look in up Montreal his stats. longer. Yeah. Than oh, he, he did. did. I just said he 11 years in Montreal, six yeah. years okay. with the Cubs. Is that what you said? Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love those Expos hats too. I don't, don't listen. And, <laughs> and then he finished up his career with the Red Sox, and then as well with the Marlins. Uh, but, you know, 400-plus home runs, I think 1,500 or so RBI. Yeah. Uh, he really had a tremendous career. It was, it was fun to talk to him because I've known him for, or I've known of him for a long time. Obviously, he grew up in my era uh, there. Uh, I think he made the playoffs one year with the Cubs. I think it was 89, the 89 year they had yeah. uh, there. But um, great guy to talk to. Tauscher, by the way, and this is what I want to talk to you, Brad. I started off my interview with Tauscher 
about his t- days playing hoops for Auburndale uh, back <laughs> in the day. He loved it. He goes, let's just, all, let's just talk about hoops and basketball. I could talk all day, basically, you know, about Auburndale and, and hoops and playing back then. I basically asked him this. Mark, should there be a shot clock? Uh, you got his take on that? Well, yeah, and that's going to be in tomorrow's paper. By the way, I'm, I'm doing like an uh, extended kind of notes thing. We just did a quick thing for uh, today's section and everything. But he said no. No on the shot clock. So we don't need the shot clock in the high school game in Wisconsin at all. He said so that, that just would be a bad decision to make. Tausch, a smart man. Tausch must have played for Tim Anderson. Yes. Scott Anderson's father, Scott, being the Spash coach, okay, former right. Nina coach, former UW-Stevens Point standout. So Tim Anderson's a legend over there, legend in, among Wisconsin yeah. high school basketball coaches. One of the more uh, one of the winningest coaches actually in state history, if you look it up, uh, Tim Anderson. Okay. So, yeah, man, you can you imagine Mark Tauscher on the block, <laughs> big three hundred pound guy? How you gonna? Move? I bet you he had a soft touch too. I, let me tell you, I remember Tauscher. This is this is I'm showing my age a little bit here, because at the time they were a D three power Auburndale. I think they went to state back to back years. My brother was playing for Amr, which at the time was a state power as well. So we always kind of knew the D three teams. You know how this goes, Brett. Mm-hmm. You're kind of familiar with the teams in your division. You know that uh, you know your your family plays with. And Auburndale was one team that we had seen in the off season at tournaments and things. And uh, Amro had a, a bigger kid, too, uh, that was kind of very similar to, in terms of Bill to Tauscher. So we kept on thinking, man, if they ever meet at State, it'd be the two big, like when planets collide, you know yeah. what I mean? It's one of those kind of things. <laughs> yeah. They both kind of, you know, had a nice touch and things like that. So we kind of talked about that, and, and that would be a cool matchup. Never made it till the following year. Amro in 97, I think they won the state title. But it was cool to think about, but I always remember Tauscher, and I remembered him going to, walking on, was it a walk-on? I can't remember yeah. what it was over at uh, UW, yeah. and then becoming just a fantastic player for Seventh the Badgers and the Packers. If I remember correctly, I think um, – that uh, his first game that he appeared in was in a Jackson, the Jacksonville game in his rookie season. I thought whoever played the right tackle got hurt. Mm-hmm. So that's when Jacksonville had like Tony Brackens on one side, and I can't remember who the other one was on the other side. And I believe Brackens said, I want to swap because I want to get through this guy. He's you know a rookie. I'm going to school him. I'm going to get like four sacks on he fire. couldn't do it. Could not get around yeah. him. So he finally apparently he – Switch back, and he said, I don't know what's with that doughboy, but I cannot get around him. <laughs> was, was, <laughs> you know who he might have was? Uh, well, that was like 99 or 2000, right, around that time. So I, I wonder if it was so, Earl yeah. Dotson maybe at the time. Maybe was he still playing with the Packers at that point? I'd have to look yeah, up. Right tackle. Either but that or either way, those bad draft picks. Right away made an impact, right, Mark, yeah, Mark Tauscher. So right it was away. a great, great interview, a fun time to talk to him. I did want to quickly say about Muggsy Bogues. Now, Mike Sherry talked about Muggsy Bogues. You know, Muggsy made an appearance at Kimberly. Yes, yesterday morning. Oh, and wow. uh, one of the things he was shocked at and uh, was that they were not off for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I think he was a little miffed at that. Really? Maybe a little bit upset uh, that maybe, you know, kind of insinuating maybe that uh, they, they don't take it as, take it seriously, that he, he felt every school should have off. I know schools in Madison, schools in Milwaukee were off for yeah. Martin Luther King. Green Bay was, too. And Green Bay was, too. You're right on that. But, like, the Appleton area was not. My son was at school. Kimberly, obviously, and I think most schools around our area, not off for that day. So I thought that was very. And we had off. It was a paid holiday for us. Yes, and for us, we did have a paid holiday. It's a federal holiday. I I thought it was odd. So they had school. Muggsy, not happy. Not happy that, uh, that in in his opinion, I think he felt that it was a little bit of a slight. I think it should be. I think he's right. I think he's right on, too. I think. He so word out happy. to Appleton Area School District and the Kimberly Area School District, uh, you know, folks, folks <laughs> understand uh, and they're they're watching that if you guys aren't paying attention to uh, 
to to maybe kind of uh, putting yourself in another person's shoes and yeah. and in and, and, and their eyes respect that maybe yeah. you know, that that day should be off. I, I felt it was very telling. He he t- took quite quite an offense to that. Yeah. So interesting. That, but then he was also the guest speaker. Yeah. I, well, I Kimberly, so he kind of took him to task a little bit. I want them to respect Dr. King, man. Give him the day off. Yeah, exactly. The day off. Did you guys ask Muggsy Bogues? I believe he was a teammate of Tony Bennett at Charlotte. Yeah. The Charlotte Hornets. I wouldn't know. I did not interview him. Mike Sherry did. Okay, so I'll we'll ask, ask Mike him. Sherry yeah. because Tony Bennett, of course, the Green Bay Preble star. Yep. UW Green Bay star. Yep. Draft pick of the Hornets. Mm-hmm. And now the head coach of the number two ranked Virginia Cavaliers. Fantastic coach. Oh, number and two. What happened in West Virginia? Did they drop a little bit? In the they dropped a little bit. Okay. Villanova's right. one of Virginia's two, so the two V schools. But don't also forget. Tony Bennett, a P.J. Jacobs legend. Wow, P.J. Jacobs. Junior high, Stevens Point legend. All right. You always find a way to, <laughs> to pipe in Stevens Point. So hey, when, did they, when did they move? Why didn't he go to Spash? Did they must have moved so he went to Preble? Dick, Dick went to UW-Green Bay. Oh, left, okay. Left okay. Stevens okay. Point. By the way, I'm going to get a Spash nugget in. Did you guys hear Joey Hauser? Yes, that is early. true. I heard this morning by via you. Enrolling yeah. <laughs> in, in in Marquette uh, classes begin right away Monday, so he's he's Crazy. done. He's done with high school. I we think won't even get to see him at January week. Th- that's it was a good move. I mean, it it, there's no it, reason yeah, for him to be now. I mean, obviously he's out for the year uh, with his injury, so yeah, just head down to Marquette, get ready for his well, year it, career. Yeah, he'll redshirt obviously, but he's also going to get a lot of treatment now on that ankle. So I mean, he's going to he's yeah he's going from a student athlete and i'm sorry nca but now he's becoming an athlete student yeah so they're gonna they're gonna treat his ankle and get that all ready to go and and uh get, get some classes under his belt be around the team it is a good move yeah. i mean if you know you're not going to play co- uh, high school basketball anymore although his presence with the program just in and of itself i yeah. would think would, would would be beneficial for scott yeah. anderson's bash they miss him mm-hmm. uh but drew blair he's a sharpshooter we're yeah. gonna see him in january week a Guy that's in the Mr. Basketball conversation right now. Who? Drew Blair. No. Yes, no, he is. No, no, no. <laughs> yes, he Mark? should. No, look it. I have all the respect in the world for Spash. Stop. Stop. And for and for Drew Blair. <laughs> you, you can't interrupt me when I'm in the middle of okay. the Okay. He's on Keep a roll, going. man. Let him go. Let him go. I will offer my thoughts on this. He won't win it, but okay. he's in the conversation for it. He is averaging almost 31 points a game, and he's going to play at a very highly respected Division II program at U- University of Minnesota Duluth. The other finalists, I'm sure, will be Halliburton, yep. Hero, and McCabe. And one of those three mm-hmm. will win it. It's probably going to be between McCabe and Hero. And my guess is Tyler Hero is going to win it. But I think Blair can be in the conversation. I don't know if he can be in the conversation. Oh, I'll be quite on. frank about that because of the way the team is structured. He's shooting a lot. Yeah, that's like saying the, the, the kid from, uh, is it Ronald Reagan? I can't remember what division he's playing in. Also being looked at it by Division two schools. He's averaging, I forgot how many points it was. It was, it was like in the 30s. <laughs> Drew Blair's I mean, a very so, good so shooter. We, I mean, come on. I mean, yeah. no. He's a good shooter. Hey, yeah. we've, se- we've seen Blair light it up twice yeah. in the sectional championship yep. against Appleton West and then last year against Oshkosh yeah. North. He's been he's, he's dead eye on fire. One well, of the, one of the better shooters in, in the, the game, state. Yeah, the championship games comes from too. good lineage too. Is his uh, yeah. father and uncle, uh, Eau Claire legends, uh, great shooters back in their time. Well, let's come back to this podcast four years from now and let's see I don't where see everyone it. was at. Well, now. I don't Ty- see Tyler Hero will be in the NBA because he's going to Kentucky. He, he, oh yeah, and okay. well, uh, he's going to Kentucky. I don't know if he'll be in the NBA, but yeah. Well, I think he's got aspirations, and, and we'll see about Jordan McCabe and what yeah. he does in West Virginia. And, Ty- and, and you know, I would think Therese I pieces, would think jo- yeah. Joey Hauser's yeah. probably got an NBA opportunity down the line. Yeah, uh, we'll see. See how it goes. He's wow. a great shooter. There's no doubt about that. But when I look at him, and then when I look at Halliburton, to me, there's no no question. Who I would rather have on my team in terms of what he can do on all on when considering yeah. everything. Yeah, no, that's fair. Halliburton versus who? Blair. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that's yeah, my I point. Take Terry's too, yeah. So you're saying in the conversation. I'm saying but that Mark yeah. Miller has listed his name as a contender. Okay. All right. Well, we and all I'm all going to defer to Mark Miller when it comes to state basketball commentary. That's so that, that is a nice cop-out because I disagreed with Miller last year to, or last week talking about McCabe when, when other folks who have as, who has been covering this as long as Mark Miller has, i.e. Robert Hernandez, agreed with me that the, 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 uh, what, the excitement over McCabe didn't hit what it was around OKC. So you can have both ends of the, of the spectrum there, Brett. Just letting you know. Mark Miller isn't the be-all, no. end-all of high school, sport, high school not, basketball. Not, I'm I'm, I highly respect his opinion. I knew as well, I, but, I, but I, I've also covered this for 20-plus years. And, I, I, you know, I like, yeah. I like to think, think that I, I know a little bit about the game. Oh, of course. Uh, what what about, like, either Ferris or um, uh, name escapes me. From, yeah, Plowman from Xavier. Well, see, not I think, complete enough? Or? See, well, that's, that's my point is that you look at what Hunter Plowman does. Why, why would Hunter Plowman not be – in the conversation over Drew Blair, just who, yeah. who's a really more of a shooter than anything else. He's just was listed as the convers- in, in the conversation. <laughs> okay. He will not win Mr. Basketball. I didn't say that. I mean, yeah, I'm that saying that you should have Plowman in the conversation. He could be in the conversation, yeah. Over Blair. But my, look, we're, we're getting off on a tangent my here. My guess can, is it's going to be Tyler Hero as your Mr. Basketball. Okay. That's see, my I, guess. See, and, I, and, and, and that would be, uh, in my opinion, that's a safe pick, but in my opinion, if McCabe wins, D two or Halliburton wins D one, but I think that's actually decided before. It though, is. Isn't it? Yeah. See, that's where that's where I I, I like the Associated Press Award because we include the postseason, which I think is the most important part of the season. Yeah. you're in it yeah. to win it, not just put up stats in a regular season game. But uh, okay, we'll, we'll have more yeah, of a conversation yeah. okay. that is as that moves yeah. along. Uh, well, we'll transition to to hoops because Oshkosh North still number one, Brett, but despite taking the loss. Kimberly was number two, but they were upset what by Oshkosh happened? West. What happened? No, I agree <laughs> oh, with no. you. Now, listen, Oshkosh West has some good guards. They have some good players. They can, they can do a lot of good things. And, uh, you know, they did actually play a pretty competitive game against Oshkosh North, I remember, earlier in the year. But I think I was shocked at this. You were shocked at this. And uh, I don't know. It's not time to panic or anything for Kimberly. But the FBA, they always talk about how strong a league it is, Brett. Excuse me. I think uh, you, you saw a little bit of the proof is in the pudding right there, huh? That, that cough's going to sound great on audio, by the yeah, way. It is, yeah. I apologize <laughs> for all the listeners. I can't help it. No, it is. Well, listen. You don't even have any water over there. You look, you? I got, oh, yeah, okay. I do. I, uh, I, you got, I got the FBA standings here. You got Oshkosh North 9-1, Kakana 9-1, Kimberly 8-2. Those clearly are still the three best teams oh, yes. in that league. But I do remember Lucky Words talking to us about it during a Kimberly football game. I was asking about how, how the conference is looking. And he said, Oshkosh West, uh, don't sleep on these guys. They're, they're tough. Yeah. And they come out with a 56-54 victory for the Wildcats last night. So uh, an upset, no doubt about it. But given the fact that, again, a man who I respect, Lucky Wirtz, in his opinion, he, th- he thought very highly of Oshkosh West and the talent that they have. Oshkosh West struggling at 5-5 five and five in the conference, 7-5 and five overall. But it was down there at Oshkosh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they, they caught Kimberly. That's the beauty of the FEA, especially the top half. Those teams can kind of – they can slip in a victory all of a sudden, uh, unexpectedly. It, it's a great league. How does the uh, the rest of the FEA roll out after uh, North Kakana and Kimberly? Well, you got uh, Appleton West is five and four, Oshkosh West five and five, Fortinville four and six, Nina four and six, Fondy three and seven, Appleton East two and eight, and then Appleton North zero oh and nine. I agree Whoa. with Brett. It's clear when you look at the standings, the top, the, three. The, the top three, and then everybody else. Yeah. Oshkosh West is one of those teams, though. That can pl- that is competitive with everyone, yeah. and then you need a couple things to go your way, which is obviously the case. Must have happened down there in Oshkosh, but uh, in terms of looking at long term, though, I still think those three teams, you know, obviously the class of the of the league. Yeah. With, uh, without a doubt, we're expecting Kakana to get to state. We're expecting 
either Oshkosh or right. Kimberly. One of those two teams. Because my guess, I think we all agree that those two, based on the sectional, and now that Kimberly's up at the north, they're not going south. Yeah. Those two teams likely meet with Spash and Hauser no, no longer in the mix yep. for the sectional championship at Marshfield High School. Yep. And we'll be there. Yes. We will likely be there. <laughs> okay. We'll be All in right. the cavernous uh, Marshfield High School gymnasium yeah, again. That would be no. an incredible, incredible, uh, and, and then long, we'll, nice long trip, too, for you and guys. And then Rosie from there is going to go down to Wisconsin Rapids like he always yeah. does. And, and, and or no, we go to Point. We go to, we go well, to Point. Plover, actually. So. And then, I, Ricardo, you're never there. I, I don't no, because I'll be co- – well, last year I covered Kakan on the Cedarburg. I'm expecting that so to I, be a possible matchup, too. So anybody out there that wants to, <laughs> to hang out with me and Rosie yeah. at Marshfield High School for the That's sectional right. final, Kimberly Oshkosh North. Likely Coach Nicest, mm-hmm. well, yeah, maybe the coach. Yeah, saw Dave Mater last night. Maybe, uh, maybe Big Dave would like yeah. to hang out. Yeah, there you go. Love it's been Dave. a while. Love Dave Speaking Mater. of which, another big game. Uh, congratulations to Little Shoot, uh, a 52-51 yes. victory over Freedom. Last second bucket by Big Sawyer Huss down underneath. Uh, That's a good win for the yeah, Mustangs. Yeah, and I was actually gonna, we're going to kind of segue into that bread, and we might as well start with Little Shoot. I mean. I forgot what they started, but they've been on quite a roll. They were on three, nine, right, one, right, nine and they've straight. they've been on quite a roll. And it's it's always you know I, I, I'm always very very tickled when I see teams that start poorly and then put together that run, kind of putting everything together. Because this is as a coach what you want to see. You want to see uh, you know, things kind of come together. You're kind of orchestrating everything, and then you got your seniors kind of helping out and putting things and helping some of these younger players. And look at them. I mean, I mean they're they're in the mix now for the NEC title. It's, it's, it's great to see, uh, I guess, progression throughout the season. You can actually see it uh, when you look at the standings, Brett. Well, and again, talk about another top-heavy conference. <clears throat> Check out the Northeastern. Little Shoot, Wrightstown, Marinette, all at uh, the top at 7-1. and one. And then Freedom at 6-2, and two, although overall Freedom is 7-5. and five. So those, are, those were the, the top four teams coming in. The thing about Little Shoot, started out 0-3, kind of a young team. A lot of juniors on the team getting minutes. Uh, a couple starters now are... are uh, Justin Job is moving into a starting role as a guard, along with Noah Miller, a sharpshooter. <coughs> but Little Shoot, I, I think it was kind of a benefit to them that they were they were playing a lot of the uh, lower half teams in the league, kind of get ease in, kind of get know your roles, yep. define your roles, and now hitting their stride and, and taking on a, a freedom team coached by John Myron, longtime yes. coach, defensive-minded coach. And it was a back-and-forth game. The gymnasium was crazy. And uh, I was very impressed that uh, with, with Little Shoot that they didn't seem to – wilt under the, the pressure uh, of, of trying to win a big game on, on the road. So uh, Big Sawyer Huss, a uh, big, big body underneath. You know him from <laughs> yeah, football. Of course, uh, yeah. Tough to guard on the block. <laughs> you don't want to run into him when he's setting a screen. Oh, man. I, but I, lo- I love the big guys, and they're showing some depth down underneath. And he's always man. got that smile on his face. Yeah. And he's always a happy kid. But uh, good win for them. However, they've got uh, kind right. of a gauntlet coming. They have yes, Marinette they on Friday at Marinette. Marinette's got – some really good juniors. Uh, Wagner's an excellent shooter. You got Petzl, and um, ah, who's the other kid? Now I'm losing my uh, Petzl. It's went went. Okay. Uh, the, the really a three pronged uh, attack with 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 Marinette, and they're putting it together. They're, they're ten and two overall. When's the last time you've seen something positive uh, out of Marinette Athletics? So they have a nice group, a nice uh, junior class that's going to be tough. And then of course they move up to D two in the playoffs. And then not ap- after that next Tuesday, then Little Shoot hosts Wrightstown. Wow, another so big one. It's gonna. I, I thought this would be the stretch that kind of sets the table, not only for Little Shoot, but for the rest of the the teams in the upper upper half of that uh, Northeastern Conference. Yeah, and because, it, it, because the, the bottom half, Ricardo, Clintonville's really struggling. O'Connell Falls is really struggling. Wapaka's really struggling. So uh, th- these are the games you got to win to set yourself up to make a postseason run. But keep in mind who's waiting there in the playoffs in D3. Right, I, I was unfortunately going to have to bring that up because as great as they have been playing, eventually, sooner or later, 
you're going to have to run into Xavier, and they have been playing lights out the entire season. Brett, I think it's almost – I think we're – do you think maybe we're taking them a little bit for granted? They are – you know, they're oh. winning these games. I think I think the state is taking them for granted maybe a little bit. Uh, it's hard to say that because they've won, what, 40 games in a row. I can't remember how many it, it was, but it's kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, well, Xavier won again. You know. you know why I think that is? It's because they make it look easy. Yeah. You know, <coughs> that game we streamed uh, against, was it West of Pier at yeah. the Torch? Yeah, yep, West of Pier. And they hit 90, and it didn't seem like they had yeah. scored 90-some points. No. That's how easy they made it look. In fact, I thought there were stretches where they were struggling a little bit. Yeah. They, they didn't really, they didn't really hit, yeah. hit their stride, and yet all of a sudden, 36 minutes is in the book, and it's like, wow, they, they yeah. had 90-plus points. Well, so. weren't, weren't they hovering around 60, and all of a sudden we look up again, and it's 85. What the it heck was happened? Just, it was just methodical. It was surgical. Yeah. When you got the guard play of, 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 of Ferris and Plowman, two highly skilled point guards, yep. okay, they can both handle the ball, and they're both so skilled. They can pass, they can dribble, they can set things up through dribble drive, kick out, or they, they're good finishers. They can shoot threes themselves. Defensively, they're nats, and they, they, they get offense off of the turnovers, off of uh, defensive uh, plays, it, it, and they play fast. You know, So you just sort of – I think you do take them for granted just because it's like, well, they're doing what they always do, and they're scoring yeah. what they always score, and it's just this another game yeah. for Xavier – it's kind of like Kimberly football. Do we take them for granted that they won five straight state titles and 70 games overall? Yeah, we do. We should actually be kind of step back from the moment because five years from now we're going to look back and think, dang, that was, that was a heck of a run. Same with Jordan McCabe. Yeah. Do we take him for granted? Yes. Yes, yeah. we do. He's yeah. one of the best high school players that has ever come out of the Fox Cities. You're not going to see another kid like him generating the buzz like Mark Miller said and, and <laughs> just a, a showman. Yeah. For a while, we're gonna miss this stuff, and uh, I think that's a great point, Ricardo. You got to step back and just appreciate uh, the greatness that we're seeing. You need to talk because I'm about ready to cough. I had one question for you guys. Do you think that? Um, Sorry, guys. Xavier's gonna play with a chip on their shoulder, even though they won't say anything about it because it'd be like having this no respect thing. Well, I hope that's I the case. So. And I'm a, no, I, see, I actually hope that's the case, but it, it's hard. It's going to be hard for Klarna to tell that to his kids, the me against the world, when they're the number one ranked team. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's hard to kind of yeah. put that. It's, it's more, more a matter if I'm Klarna. It's just about you, you gentlemen know what to do. You guys have been in the big games I, before. Let's just get it done. I don't think there's a chip on their shoulder. I think it's just like we're good. We know we're good. We're the best team in the state. Yeah. We're the defending champs. Come try to beat us. I yeah. think there's a swagger. I think there's a confidence. There's not a cockiness with these kids. Okay, no. yeah, that's what I was going to say. They, 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 walk, they walk on the floor, and they can look across, and they can know that they can beat any team in Division Three in the state of Wisconsin. That is a fact, okay? Yeah. They are that good right now. And that system, and you've talked about that system, it is hard to prepare for. very much so. Because they are <laughs> yeah. always on the go, and they pressure you. Yeah. They deny passing lanes. They're in your face. Even off ball, they're in your face. They don't – They're they, don't, they just don't – Yeah, their yeah. conditioning is fantastic. They're deep. And, and and now you have the emergence of a kid like Nick Otto yeah. who's stepping out and hitting threes. Henry Egan, we know what he likes to do. And, 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 and no weakness. The game that, no, and they're not really a weakness. They got DeYoung inside for size. But it all starts and ends, though, with Sam Ferris and Hunter Plowman because of how good they are handling the basketball. I've said it before. When you have one skilled point guard on your high school team, that's a great thing. Matt Klarner has two that can not only hand the ball, handle the ball, but they can push tempo, push pace in handling the ball. That's hard to defend. 
The embarrassment of riches for uh, Xavier, but no. you know another team that has embarrassment of riches? Appleton North girls basketball, as we segue a little bit into the girls' side of it. Last week they beat Kimberly. They beat Hortonville. Uh, and yet another two big wins for North. Battle-tested, very similar to Xavier in that way. Obviously, last uh, defending Division One state champs. Uh, in the rankings, they're back at number one. They're in number two for a week. Then you have Kimberly uh, also in the top ten for number D1. Seven. Yeah, and then Seymour in D2, Hortonville in D2, Wrightstown in D3. By the way, I gave Wrightstown a first-place vote. Shyock uh, then also uh, in the top ten for Division Four. So the girls' hoops kind of humming along a little bit there and doing what they're doing. Hey. But uh, that was a big win for Appleton North. They're in the driver's seat when it comes to the FEA. Girls basketball, they're kind of hitting their stretch run here. I mean, you look at some of the 13 games in, 14 games in. Spash, by the way, ranked ninth on the Division One. Yes, girls they are. Oh. Yeah, I they're gave them a top 10 15 games goal. in, so they only have seven games to play. By the way, number four, Oak Creek, I, think, I believe they play Kimberly, I want to say, on the 20th. Of, of January, so that's a big game at Kimberly, by the way, so a top ten ma- battle of top ten teams. Appleton North has a big game coming up non-conference at Milwaukee King. Yes, that's January mm-hmm. 27th, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about, about January week as that comes up. Small chance I might go down there, Brad. Remember, we were talking about this before because I reached out to the our, our, our friends on the southeastern part of the state, Journal Sentinel, and uh, the newspapers down there, if they're going to be covering that. I haven't gotten a positive yes from that yet. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of unfolds. Hmm. But I expect I expect it to be a good game, though, either way if I'm there or if I'm not. Uh, but yeah, we'll s- switch real quick to, to wrestling before we run out of time here. Tim Johnson, uh, our friend up uh, in the Central Group, had a piece on dwindling numbers in wrestling. Uh, talk of maybe reducing weight classes to kind of you know prevent there being so many uh, forfeits and things like that for some of these schools that cannot fill out an entire lineup. That's always been a problem, though. I remember, you know, 20 years ago that that was a problem, even with the 12 divisions or 12 weight classes, I'm sorry. You still saw forfeits. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think the sport uh, – now, again, we, we are in a hotbed for wrestling, though. I think we would it's all hard agree. To, it's hard to see. It's hard to visually yeah. see it when you see so many of our wrestlers do so many great things. Right. Uh, we have what? We have Wrightstown. We have Freedom that's very good. Kakana. Appleton North always has. And then, obviously, uh, the Platinum program yep. is Kokona Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I, I guess, in my opinion, I think there are too many weight classes. I think they should go back down to 12 because, you see, it goes from 220 to 285. And for the, for the big guys, how come they're not showing any big guys any love? How come we don't have 225 and then, like, 240 or something? No, you got to have 106, 113, you know, and then, then like, like, 132, 138. There's, like, six pounds in the lighter weights, but then the heavyweights. Oh, if you're a fat kid, <laughs> then you're real fat, and then you're doing this one, this weight class. You know what I mean? <laughs> but for the smaller classes, you know, if you eat a, a Tootsie Roll or something, that yeah. bumps you up to the next. Class. Hey, when you said when you said the fat kid, how come you looked at me and pointed? No, at I was no, I was thinking matter. of myself. I meant as I've, I've experienced that. that. Kidding me, dude? You know how many? Uh, what, what are those? Uh, the, uh, the the candy that's hard that you have to that makes you lose weight. I forgot what it, what it was called. The, the hard the hard uh, the little red green. You know what I'm talking about? Is it uh, Brock Brock candies? I can't remember Brock's what it was. One? Anyway, when I was in wrestling in eighth grade, even then we had to watch our weight a little bit. I remember having to you know take a couple of those that would force you to. It's a spit. Oh, okay. <laughs> we kind of lose weight that oh, way. Interesting. Besides running up <laughs> and down the stairs and everything to kind of get down. I forgot what it was, like 181 or whatever it was at the time. But uh, it was always an interesting thing where you had to do anything you could to, 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 to lose those last couple pounds or whatever. But, uh, but if you have less divisions, you don't have that much to worry about things. But uh, mm-hmm. in my opinion, that's how you boost the numbers. If you're going to do anything – it should start with that, reducing it to 12 divisions instead of the 14 they have now. So much respect for wrestlers. I mean, oh, that God, yes. grueling, yeah. grueling sport, and it's one-on-one, and you're out there, and yep. that's tough. You've got to be mentally t- uh, tough because you get beat. It's, it's, it can be demoralizing. You get pinned. It can be demoralizing. 
And you wouldn't think, what is that, a six-minute match, uh, two minutes uh, per period, that that would be, ugh. Yeah. You're, you're, you're gassed after six minutes of, of hard wrestling. Heck, even so. when I was in high school, which was way back when they think they still had pay phones and corner stores, things like that. Back when you were playing Pong you know, in the video yeah. game. You know what you should do next, next, yeah. uh, next week, Wednesday, you and me wrestle. Well, let's give a little demonstration. Go. Let's see who wins the wrestling match. Oh. What, what, do you, what do you win at? What you, what's your weight? My weight would be, well, if, I, if you give me a little bit of time, I could, get, I could get down under 195 if you give me a couple of weeks. I'd have to okay. cut off a couple of fingers. Okay. But, <laughs> but, hey, by the way, it's Jolly Ranchers. Those oh, are the candies. Jolly we, we, we would okay. have those. It, it forced you to, to kind of accumulate, really? accumulate saliva, and then we'd spit into a cup and stuff like that. It was so stupid. Back, believe me, it was like dinosaur age, what, what we were doing. What was that wrestling movie back in the 80s? I remember that was... Uh, oh, oh, I don't know which one you're talking yeah. about. Vision Quest. Vision, Vision Quest, Quest. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, we didn't have rubber suits or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Or anything <laughs> yeah. like that. Remember you say his nose started to bleed? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Like... Uh, uh, dehydrated. Yeah, but it was, was easy Matthew for me. Modine. As yeah. always a chubby kid, it was yeah. easy for me to drop weight because a lot of my weight was just water weight or whatever like that. So that's why they made you do that. Or you didn't have to do that. That's just what you did, one of the chicks you, of the trade. You're telling me that in two weeks you could get down to 195. I think I could. Really? Wow. If I had to. It would, it, would, okay. it, would, it, would, it would have to be a severe Atkins. Have you ever tried Atkins, by Celery the way? Celery and water. You could easily lose 20 pounds in, a, in like two or three weeks with Atkins. Easily. That's what the, that's what the, the Hollywood folks do. Yeah, you know, when you got to get down skin cut, and just don't that. eat as No, much. it doesn't work eat that way. Eat, <laughs> eat, but just don't eat as much. And, and, and be active. You're not going to hey. – if you're talking about long range, yeah, but I'm talking about in a short amount of time, no. I got a I got a bike trainer for Christmas where I can actually take my bike, <coughs> pop it up on the uh, oh, – okay. and I got yeah. a trainer tire too. Love it. Okay. What does that have to do with this? It means I'm. I'm oh, I'm okay. So he just wait that way. Yeah. Right. I got a little space yeah. heater in okay. the basement to so get it nice and warm. I put go. my hat on yeah. and I'm sweating like a pig. Yeah, okay. I tell you what, I can lose weight quick. I bet you probably could. And then, I, and then I go upstairs and I eat like a bunch of cookies and yeah, there and bowl of cereal. <laughs> yeah. I eat my bowl of cereal. A lot of carbs. Yeah. yeah. Any water in there at all? I drink, I, yeah. Oh, okay. He drinks water. Okay. All right. Let's switch over to January week. We were getting off on a tangent again. January week again. A great idea, Brett. You started this way back when. What, what, what year did you, did you come up with this idea? It was a while ago. Fantastic idea. We've had it every year since where we dedicate a week of basketball to live streams, to coverage, to special coverage as well because we're having, uh, I believe I, ju- I just talked to Seymour Girls. They're coming on the show next Wednesday. Oh, so they're going to be on the show as we kind of, you know, give the, our area basketball teams uh, some extended love with January week. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. It's been a while now. Um, but it basically, the, the 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 idea behind it was because January, the month, can get so long, Rosie. It can. January is the worst month of the year. It Let's is. just put it out there. Yeah, I mean, it stinks. I feel bad for the month of January because nobody likes it. No, right? nobody uh, likes. January. I do. I, My I, birthday's in January. Yeah, we don't well, care okay. about you. But I'm telling you, you get to the post-holiday stuff, and then it, then it's just winter. Yeah. Right, and it's snow yeah. and it's cold. So I was trying to try to break up uh, the 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 monotony of of the month of January. So it was just us getting out of the office yeah. and doing a, a week of. Uh, basketball streams, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. We, we've se- we, it's just wall-to-wall uh, high school basketball yeah. coverage, including the, the the Wednesday varsity roundtable show where we showcase uh, hoops. Now next Tuesday, <coughs> it's going to be Appleton North and Appleton West girls, right? Okay. Uh, at Appleton at, North. At, yeah. at Apple, Appleton. That's North the first time we've streamed there in a while. Yeah, and everything seems to be set up. Uh, that's a six o'clock tip, by the way, as well. That's at Appleton West, you said. Appleton North. Appleton North. Okay. So uh, I wanted to get the top ranked uh, Lightning. We, you know, we've already done Kimberly and, and Hortonville on the girls' side, so I want to get Appleton North. Yeah. And then Appleton West got a pretty solid program too yeah. uh, on the girls' side under Jim Brown. 
Then Wednesday's varsity roundtable. You mentioned the Seymour, Seymour girls, girls will be here. In, so back-to-back -back girls there you go. Uh, high school coverage. And then we're kicking over to next Saturday, January 27th. We are going to stream three games that day from the Wisconsin-Minnesota border battle. We're going to Spash. Can I say that? You I mean, can. I've said it enough. My Spanish. alma mater, I can't wait to see my statue when I walk into the gymnasium. <laughs> it's crazy. Big statue. We're, we're calling it the Breakfast Offerson Center now. I call yeah. him Stevens Point High School. No, you can't. It's Stevens Point Area Senior yeah. High. It's kind of like the Rocky Balboa statue nah, in no uh, Philly for those Stevens that haven't Point. seen yeah, it. Stevens Point to me. No, you know what the statue is? It would be just me sitting on a bench like this <laughs> <laughs> doing nothing. But I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. We got uh, uh, Xavier's going to be there playing a, a Minnesota school. I don't have the schedule in front of me. Uh, and then Kakana is going to play Minnesota School. Those are back-to-back -back games. Then Lacrosse uh, Central, I believe, is playing a game. Well, we won't be streaming that one. Yeah. But then we'll come back then for the nightcap. The Spash is taking on. Yeah. I think Minnehaha Academy. Oh uh, so yeah, Minnehaha Academy. There's yeah, Minnetonka. Minnetonka and and I think, I think Minneapolis plays North. In Minneapolis North. Kakana is Minnetonka, yeah. Minnetonka, and then Spash is Minnehaha. A lot of minis. Yeah. Yes. So now, why, why is Stevens Point Area Senior High School have? Is it because they wanted to make it Spash? Is no, it because I know I know I know they have Plover I know they have teams but you know what Kimberly has Greenville are, do they are they going to call themselves Kimberly Area Senior High Cash I don't know Cash No no no, no there's Greenville kids that go to Kimberly Quit taking yeah. JR Radcliffe's uh, material here on Facebook <laughs> No I was actually one of them myself cuz I call him Stevens Point sometimes I call him Spash for no, okay for brevity's sake but yeah. I don't I don't mind Stevens Point but I hate Stevens Point High School it is Stevens okay. Point right. Area Senior High they go out to like Millidor Junction City yeah. they go out to Polonia to the east uh, Seymour does that too with Black Creek. I mean, well, you know, all of a sudden, Stevens Point has to have their special little name when every team kind of pulls in from surrounding. Everybody's just jealous. Of no one's Rosie jealous. Yeah. It is a nice, snappy acronym. Yeah. The Spash, Spash Panthers. So Kimberly, Spash. Kimberly Area Senior High would be better. Cash. <laughs> Cash. Yeah, make it rain. I'm just make telling you. That's what J.R. Radcliffe said about <laughs> Kakana because he's from Sherwood. All right. Sherwood, okay. and they, oh. He said the same thing just now on Twitter. He wants to call it uh, Kakana Area Senior. I call it Cash. There you Cash, go. Yeah. Too bad. So then you Spash can't have what we have. Yeah, Spash could really be the first school that had uh, open enrollment because you, know, you get everybody from the. Well, you know, Amro, at Amro, we pulled in from Wacan Eureka little communities. Oh, Ash. Oh, Ash. Amro yeah. Area Senior. Quit high. trying to be something you're <laughs> not. <laughs> only Spash. Or if Winnicani, Winnicani, Wash. <laughs> oh, Ash, it's like Boy, spash, this is great. It can come up with anything here. All right, that's enough, folks. Uh, All I can say is three-peat. Spash Panthers, three-time state champs. It's going to end this year, but three-time. Hey, it was a you great run. You want what we had. And we had, yeah. and we had a great time covering them because they've, they're kind of like our adopted. They always are Kind of our adopted with. school. Yeah. And you know what, Rosie? You love going to Stevens Point because oh, of that little pizza place downtown. Yeah, Let's Bill's hope we pizza. can do that on I, the 27th. Yeah, then. We we'll have see. to make it happen. Okay. If we have to stall a game, we can do that just to make it over there. I'm Yo, looking, I'm looking forward to that. So three games in one day. Uh, that's gonna be a lot of basketball, but it's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. And it is. And uh, that almost takes us to the end of January. Yeah. Speaking of the end, it's the end of our show. I'm gonna get, quickly give out uh, our Twitter accounts. Brett's at PC Brettsy. I'm at PC Ricardo. And don't forget about Rosie at Metal Rosie again next week. Or actually, I should say I forgot to mention uh, later on tonight we're having Kimberly Girls Hoops come in. The Lauren whole Smith. team, right? Yeah, Elena, uh, uh, Elena Hampton. The whole team's going to be in how here. Do, how do you say her first name? Elena. It Elena is Hampton. Elena, but it yeah. looks like Elena. Elena, right? But it's Elena. Elena Hampton. Okay. I'll probably get it wrong. She probably, I probably did get it wrong. I'm pronouncing it wrong still. But either way, they're going to be on the show. So really excited to have them on one of the top contenders in the FEA. We'll talk to them about how their season's going. Coach and maybe, Cullen going to be here? Uh, I don't know that for sure, but uh, it'll be a packed house in here though, because you know. 
Yep. The Kimberly girls get a little crazy. We had the, the volleyball team in here earlier in the fall. They they brought a lot of. I kids, like it. So. I like it when the studio's packed, Rosie. I know. So do I. Well, we have, we'll have a cam. Well, somebody will have yeah, a cam. We hope to. Seven o'clock tonight. Hold so on. Brett, yeah, don't get 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 uh, your uh, sports sports uh, props ready to throw at our, at our camera again next week. Uh, check out us again for another edition of the R and B show next Wednesday at twelve on Facebook.com. I gotta say, plug real quick. Kimberly Kakana boys Friday night. We're gonna be there. Yes. Uh, Seven fifteen approximate tip time. So watch it on postcrescent.com and facebook.com slash postcrescent. All right. Until then, see you next week here for another episode of the R and B show. Mm, here I go. You hit it, man. Your arm. I mean, you, you're incredible. Yes. Oh, that one's that Ooh. was actually a little a high. Shot. Little high. A little better shot, though. All right. I tried. See ya. I tried. <laughs>